What is up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe. It is Wednesday, December 9th, and I did not get a bye in my home league. It was so freaking close, especially with J.K. Dobbins scoring at the end, but ultimately I needed just under 16 points out of J.K. Dobbins, and I did not get there. It was so close, but it is what it is, and hey, the fantasy playoffs start this week for most of us. We're going to push forward here on the show today, getting you set up with the initial set of fantasy football rankings for you here. Uh, So we'll dive into that starting with quarterbacks in just a minute. But before I do, let me tell you about our presenting sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Well, you need to go check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps. You don't have to play against sharks. And that, of course, means anyone has a chance of winning even you. MonkeyNightFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love, baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, eSports, even football, of course. MonkeyNightFight.com has it all. And you know what else Monkey Knife Fight has? A free $5 game for you just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, R-A-N-T, you'll get your first deposit matched instantly up to $50. It's a good deal right there. The name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play to MKF and win state and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. And just go check it out, man. 50 bucks, it's not really that much. You get it doubled. It's worth it. Go play. Use the promo code RANT. Uh, All right, so let's dive into rankings. Let's start a quarterback. I'm not going to overthink it at the top, and I think this is the time of year where we really don't want to overthink things. Don't get too cute. Ask anybody who got too cute with Josh Allen last week how that works, right? Start the studs. There are only a few studs. In fact, a quarterback, I'll say it's three. I'll call it three. Three studs. You start them no matter what. Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Now, not the best matchup for Mahomes, but who cares? Russ has a good matchup against the Jets. Rodgers faces Detroit, so yeah, giddy up on all three of those guys. After them, though, get this. After last week, and because of the matchup, Ryan Tannehill. Yep. I'm conservative, too, when it comes to these things, but Ryan Tannehill trending up. Corey Davis playing good. You got Ferkser catching the ball for you. Of course, A.J. Brown out there. It's not bad. And the Jags have enough to stay in this game, too, by the way. Not it's not. I don't think this is just Tennessee just mops the floor. The Jags are feisty. They're not a good team, you know, especially record wise. But they're feisty, man. Uh, Justin Herbert gonna bounce back this week facing Atlanta. Giddy up. Taysom Hill at six. It's against the Eagles. The Eagles defense is good. There's no doubt about it. But the problem with the offense not being able to sustain drives, not being able to really you know uh, ease the burden on the defense, as we saw it last week. The defense was worn out by the end. That's why that Aaron Jones touchdown happened. That doesn't normally happen against, you know, it's not going to happen against a fresh Philly defense. No way. So Taysom Hill is definitely in play here. I have Deshaun Watson at seven against the Bears. Now, somebody had asked me earlier today, wait, Taysom ahead of Deshaun. Well, let's be clear. Only one spot and the separation between these two guys is 0.1 fantasy points. 
most instances it doesn't it's not that tight in your game so you're if if you really think about it this is a coin flip this is a legit coin flip now why did I position Taysom ahead of Deshaun pretty simple Deshaun has a, a tougher matchup against Chicago Philly pass defense isn't as intimidating even though Taysom's not going to throw it a lot uh and you know we're, we're looking at a really cold weather situation there for Houston and the Bears so uh, you know, it's just ever so slightly, but in those instances, it's not a definitive you must. It's not robotic, right? I must start Taysom ahead of Watson. No. No. It is really close. And in fact, hey, I, I, you've probably seen it a bunch if you follow my rankings by the end of the week. They do change because on a Wednesday, right now, I don't know everything. I, I, I won't even know everything by the end of the week, but I'm going to know more by the end of the week than what I know now. But we got to start somewhere. And they don't tra- change dramatically, but they do change throughout the course of the week. Lamar at eight. Uh, good, solid outing for him last night. It's uh, it's Cleveland. It's, it's never going to be easy facing that defense. Uh, it, really, just facing the Browns in general for the Ravens. But Lamar is still a top 10 option. Kyler is still a top 10 option, even though it's the Giants. And they just held Russ in check. He does get Larry Fitzgerald back, though. And believe it or not, that's not a fantasy factor. Like, we're not going to use Larry Fitz. But it's actually good for Kyler. There's some stability having Larry Fitz out there. Uh, Josh Allen slides in at 10. That's a tough matchup against Pittsburgh. But, you know, again, last week he had a tough matchup, and it was like, all right, well, we just play him anyway. Tom Brady at 11, Big Ben at 12, right there with Matt Ryan. Literally, I could rank them both at 12. They're neck and neck in my rankings. After that, this is not a great streamer week. Okay, not a great streamer week because after those guys, I have Matty Stafford. He's probably the best streamer on the board. I don't care who he faces. It's more a matter of the offense look different with Daryl Bevel really calling all the shots. Phillip Rivers is there. Kirk Cousins against Tampa Bay can't use him. Normally, you know, he'd be trending up, but I don't like him this week. Derek Carr against the Colts can't use him. Jared Goff against the Patriots really don't like that. Uh, you have Mitchell Trubisky against the Texans. That's a good matchup. Do we really trust Trubisky? And then finally, the name a lot of people are looking for here, Jalen Hurts. So he is officially the starter. We talked about it on the pod yesterday. I have him at 21. So he's a two-quarterback quarterback, but not a one-quarterback quarterback. I do think he's worth picking up. I know a lot of uh, waiver runs are actually going to be tonight. So I do think he is worth picking up there. Moving over to running back, and at the top, it is Derrick Henry for me this week. Derrick Henry, Jacksonville Jaguars, yes, please. Christian McCaffrey, tentatively at number two. If he plays, he will be number two. He is not a lock to play. So don't just set it and forget it. McCaffrey is dealing with a quad injury that he apparently injured while they were on bye. So, yay. <laughs> We'll keep an eye on that, but he was limited in practice here on Wednesday. James Robinson at three, Inkham in for 20-plus touches. Dalvin Cook at four versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tough matchup, but don't think yourself into a corner. I'd rather go down swinging with my studs, and Dalvin Cook is one of the rare studs. If McCaffrey is back on the field, I will say there are three running back studs. It's Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and McCaffrey right now. Nobody else really fits the stud bill. Uh, so I'm I'm starting him no matter what. Aaron Jones against Detroit. Yeah, give me some of that. He's at five. Nick Chubb. It's the Ravens. It's a tricky game, but Chubb has been so good. 
He only has 10 fewer rushing yards than Derrick Henry over the last month, and that's that's uh, since Chubb got back on the field. It's been so good. Top 10 play. Austin Eckler, giddy up, Austin. Last week was not good, but that was against the Patriots. This is against the Falcons. Falcons are tough against the run, but I don't. that's not how we score with Austin Eckler. It's his role in the passing game, and I actually like that to be a little bit of a shootout. Alvin Kamara against the Eagles, as they call him in my neck of the woods, at eight, he showed us last week he's still an RB1. How about this? David Montgomery. Somewhere Brad Evans just took his pants off. <laughs> David Montgomery is at nine. Third week in a row he gets an awesome matchup. He's facing Houston this week. This is like the dream stretch. David Montgomery, top 10 yet again. Uh, Chris Carson at 10 against the Jets. Like that matchup for him. Zeke. How about this? Zeke gets a nice matchup against the Bengals. They should have a very favorable game script here. Revenge for Andy Dalton at 11 there for Zeke. 12 for Jonathan Taylor. The last two games he's been as advertised finally. So I'm not going to think twice about this. Miles Gaskin at 13. You can run on the Chiefs as Mel Gordon showed us last week. Ron Jones. Who? Ron Jones coming in at 14 against the Minnesota Vikings. Wayne Gallman. I love Wayne Gallman now. I was so anti-Wayne Gallman when he came in the league. I was so wrong, man. I did issue that public apology on my radio show, so we're in the clear there. Me and Wayne are cool. But I love Lil Wayne. I'm getting him in my, my lineup as an RB2 against Arizona. J.K. Dobbins at 16. He did lead the backfield in snaps. They used a little too much of a committee for my liking. Yo, watching that game was like, oh my God, they're rotating running backs on every freaking play. But that was like in the first half. Anyway, he's still an RB2. Kenny Drake at 17 against the G-Men. Mel Gordon, the aforementioned, reasonably good matchup against Carolina, and he ran well. That was his best game of the year last week. Giovanni Bernard at 19. You can actually score on Dallas, so that's the thing that pushes him up into RB2 territory for me this week. Clyde Edwards, Elaire. Uh, at 20, he'll be back, and he should be in starting lineups. Raheem Mostert at 21. I don't love the committee, but he's just explosive enough to be a back-end RB2. David Johnson at 22 against a tough Chicago Bears defense. Miles Sanders trending back against a very tough New Orleans defense. And ready for it? Let's go, baby. Cam Akers at 24. Giddy up, Cam Akers. They took the training wheels off, and we're ready to roll. I don't care if it's New England. He's a back-end RB, too. Uh, that's a that's a really sneaky game right there. New England is, is on fire on the defensive side of the ball. Just on the outside looking in, uh, Kareem Hunt. I actually didn't rank James Conner as of right now, but uh, it looks like he's going to be back on the field. Uh, if that is the case, I'll just give you my tentative rank for him. I will have him right at 18. I'll put him right ahead of Melvin Gordon. So there you go. Uh, but uh, anyway, if if for some reason he doesn't go, then Benny Snell is like flex plus. Uh, in terms of some other flexes, Ty Johnson is in flex territory now after last week. J.D. McKissick. I don't expect to see a ton of him. By the way, we're, we're, we're not going out and picking up Peyton Barber, hopefully. Just not enough juice there uh, because Antonio Gibson is not going to play this week. That stinks. Uh, but anyway, Kareem Hunt, Naeem Hines, Damian Harris, these guys are all flex-worthy uh, this week. Moving over to wide receiver, you know who's at the top. It's easy. It's, uh, you know, again, very few studs, true studs out there. I don't throw that term around lightly when it comes to fantasy football. 
But uh, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill are studs. They're every week starters. So is DK Metcalf. That's one, two, and three for me. At four and five, I have teammates Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones against the Chargers. You can throw in the Chargers. Keenan Allen, bounce back week after a disappointing outing last week for the entire Chargers offense. He's going to be a monster in this one. A.J. Brown against the Jags. That might be the best wide receiver cornerback matchup on the board. Not true for DeAndre Hopkins. A tough matchup against the Giants. I do expect James Bradbury to shadow. I just can't see any way we get away from using Hopkins. Adam Thielen, Tampa, tough, sure. But again, top 10, can't see how we get away from him. Same thing with Justin Jefferson right there at 10. It's a tough matchup, but man, they've been phenomenal. At 11, Stephon Diggs, second in the league in targets. Allen Robinson at 12. No Bradley Roby is good for Allen Robinson, but Mitchell Trubisky is not necessarily good for anybody. Tyler Lockett at 13. He is basically a wide receiver two now, and that's fine. The world needs wide receiver twos. At 14, Bob Woods against the Patriots. He could see Stephon Gilmore, but you know, you got to use Robert Woods. Michael Thomas fading a little bit, but slides in at 15, at 16. Mick scoring. It's a tough matchup against San Francisco, but Terry McLaurin sees volume and has upside. Robbie Anderson at 20, or at 17, not at uh, 20 for me. At 17, here's the thing. DJ Moore won't play this week. He's got an injury and he's on the COVID list. Curtis Samuel is on the COVID list, but it we don't know if he tested positive. So we have to keep an eye on it. So I'm te- technically ranking Curtis Samuel at 20. Five right now. We'll see. Don't plan on using him necessarily because he is on the COVID list, but it could be one of those contact tracing uh, ads. Anyway, after Robbie Anderson, Chris Godwin dealing still with that finger injury, but he slides in at 18 because it's a great matchup. Deontay Johnson and all that volume at 19. Corey Davis at 20. Love Corey Davis, man. Mike Evans at 21, That's just that matchup's so freaking good. I, I wish there wasn't as many viable targets in that offense. Anyway, Cooper Cup at 22, Brandon Cooks at 23 against the Bears defense. Relatively tough, I'll tell you, though. I still prefer Cooks. I mean, I can't really trust Chad Hansen. I wanted to add him, but I don't want to trust him. Uh, so that's kind of where I am with that. Uh, as far as Kiki QT, I know a lot of people are going to be looking to use QT. Right now, I have Kiki QT at 40. So I'm still not overly bullish on Kiki QT. But he, I mean, he at least is in the mix as um, he has like a possible flex option. Uh, but Brandon Cook's still pref- the preferred. Amari Cooper at 24 got in the end zone. And, you know, he could see some William Jackson in this one, which is relatively tough. But, uh, you know, I, any week. Especially with, I think Andy Dalton, you know, this is going to be a little revenge. Like, okay, you drafted the kid. Here, here we go. Um, I'm actually excited for that game. I mentioned Samuel at 25, 26. Chase Claypool. A lot of people ask me, hey, what's going on with Chase Claypool? Well, here's the thing. When you look at the receivers, you have Juju as the short area receiver. You have uh, Deontay Johnson as the intermediate. You have Chase Claypool as the downfield threat. Sometimes downfield guys, it's, it is a little bit more boomer bust. That's all. He's still really good, and and I'm not worried about him. So he is a tick ahead of Juju this week for me, who comes in at 27. Devontae Parker at 28, backsliding a little bit there. Not the best matchup against Kansas City, but they may have to throw the ball a little bit. Next at 29, Marvin Jones. Who? Marvin Jones. I don't think Kenny Galladay's back. And I actually like how this offense looks. So I'm using Marvin Jones as wide receiver three. Plus, 
Then I have Debo, D-Show, and Brandon Ayuk up next, back-to-back at 30 and 31. T. Higgins at 32. Jarvis at 33 against Baltimore. It's a tougher matchup there for Jarvis. DJ Chark at 34. Still led the team in targets last week. Tyler Boyd at 35, fresh off of the uh, ejection last week. And then CD rounding it out at 36. Just on the edge looking in at the wide receiver threes. Antonio Brown, Cole Beasley, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman, Jamison Crowder. Really all three of the Jets receivers. Mike Williams, Tim Patrick, Marquise Brown. These are all flex-worthy options. Finally, over to tight end. And I think this is probably one of the better weeks at tight end in terms of clarity for me this week. You know who's at the top. Travis Kelsey, he's a stud. Darren Waller, he's a stud, obviously. Those are one and two. TJ Hawkinson is borderline right now. He's awesome. He comes in at three. Bob Tanyan at four against Detroit. Then Gronk at five. Uh, Again, you know, I I just expect them to air the ball out in that game, so Gronk's going to be involved. Hunter Hendry bouncing back at at six. Dallas Goddard at seven. Getting a lot of questions about Jalen Hurts and whether or not that impacts Dallas Goddard. I don't think it does. I don't think it changes the outlook. For the record, I have Zach Ertz at 22 right now. So I'm using Goddard, not using Ertz. Evan Ingram at 8. Noah Fant at 9. Still like these guys. Mike Kosicki at 10, like what we saw last week. Then Eric Ebron at 11. I think if you have one of those 11, you're good. Kelsey Waller, Hawkinson, Tanyan, Gronk, Hendry, Goddard, Ingram, Fant, Kosicki, Ebron. After that point, you are streaming. And here's the streamer options that I have this week that I think are viable. Jordan Reed, revenge. Then Logan Thomas on the other side. Uh, I think Dalton Schultz against Cincinnati is in play. Not a high upside guy, but it's it's a really nice matchup. I think you could be looking at Anthony Ferkser as long as John U. Smith doesn't play. Jordan Akins, relatively tough matchup, but he's in play. And Hayden Hurst. Those are the guys. That's it. Tight end, man tight end. All right, so that's going to do it for the podcast today. So we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the show. In the meantime, do me a favor. Go check out FTNFantasy.com. Check this out. Fantasy Pro's accuracy competition. You know that thing's going on? FTN had three in the top 10 this week. Just saying. Just saying. Week 13, crushed by FTN. So go check that out over there. There's a lot of free stuff, too, if you aren't a subscriber. I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate everybody reviewing the show on Apple. If you haven't already and you have an iPhone, please help me out. Review the show. It's really easy. Open up the podcast app. Go to my podcast, The Rant. Scroll to the bottom. Click the stars. Couldn't be easier. If you don't have an iPhone, you can do it on the web really easily as well. Just search out Apple Podcasts, The Rant, Jeff Ratcliffe, and then you can review it there. Uh, Reviewing the show helps me out. If we get to 2,000 reviews, we'll do another giveaway, but... We have a winner. We have a winner. So the contest was to uh, promote the show for me on uh, Twitter. I appreciate everybody who did. Uh, but the winner of the contest uh, is Deli Giozov. <laughs> I can't say her name, bro. But it is uh, Deli, as in the place you go to buy cold cuts. <laughs> D-E-L-I-G-Y-O-Z-O-V. Yeah, you try to pronounce that. Uh, you are the official winner, man. Hit me up. Hit me up. Uh, what he said is, actually, I really like this. He replied uh, to <laughs> somebody's post. So you got get a little, little uh, guerrilla marketing there, viral. I like that. And uh, he said, follow his, my podcast if you like winning. 
and you don't feel like spending hours on podcasts. That's true. We're short, man. 20 minutes. That's the objective. You don't want to hear me blab on and on and on and tell you about the last time I took a dump. Who cares about the stories? Let's just talk football, man. So I appreciate that, and you uh, will get some swag here. So hit me up, and uh, we'll hook you up, and we'll do another contest here if we get to 2,000 reviews. Maybe we'll do some other stuff too. We'll get you uh, some rant gear, some sawdust podcast network gear. I appreciate that. And on that note, I will be back tomorrow. So follow me on Twitter at Jeff Ratcliffe, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram, hashtag Rat Pack. That way I know you're listening to the show. Catch you on the flip side, baby. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here.